1: And I'm Neil Kelly. I'm a professional actor as well and used to work for the military as an intelligence analyst. I'll be arguing from a more doubtful point of view. I mean, it's all a bit far-fetched, isn't it? President John Fitzgerald Kennedy. JFK, as he became affectionately or somewhat less affectionately known, is at the hub of myriad conspiracy theories. Who really killed JFK and why? A newly discovered government document known as the Burnt Memo reveals that on November 12, 1963, JFK ordered the director of the CIA to organise the agency's intelligence files relating to UFOs and to debrief him on all unknowns. Ten days later, he was shot dead. Join us on Aliens Explored as we uncover the mystery of the UFO connection in the Kennedy assassination.
0: Hello listeners and welcome to another episode of Aliens Explored, your weekly podcast exploring the strange, unusual and otherworldly. (laughs) I am one of your hosts, (laughs) Stu Jackson. And I'm
1: your other host, Neil Kelly.
0: And this week, we are going back to 1963. Uh, We'll be standing behind a grassy knoll and we'll be investigating the assassination of JFK. Uh, Some of our listeners, of course, may remember where they were when they heard
1: about the assassination of JFK. Some of our listeners might have Uh, been behind a grassy knoll in... (laughs) <laughs> do you remember where I was well, I wasn't behind a grassy knoll here's what no. Here's what, what I, I find suspicious about the Kennedy assassination first thing what is a book depository well, that's it's, where it's a place li- to store books but I've never heard the term book depository in any context other than Lee Harvey Oswald <laughs> hanging out the window with a rifle to shoot JFK you know uh, i've heard that's... of books being stored in stored in warehouses i've heard them being in libraries in bookshops and whatever in 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 storerooms but i've never heard of a book depository, depository anywhere except in that context and the same thing goes for the term grassy knoll <laughs> i've never <laughs> yeah, heard of <laughs> that's a
0: good point there Um, this is all very suspicious all this new technology
1: (laughs) all this new terminology that's invented to describe this this one particular event
0: could it be though that this event and the association with those two things has meant that those phrases can't be used without putting um, you know JFK's assassination in mind
1: perhaps another term is and I've only ever heard this usually when someone talks about a magic bullet they're talking about a, a, a solution to all our problems, a, a, a one-stop shop. Um, it's only in the yep. context of the Kennedy Association with the magic bullet that sort of flew around and shot him several times from several directions. That uh, yeah, it's probably not <laughs> such a good thing. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: Well, before we before we dive into any potential. Uh, UFO connections with JFK, which is what we're here about, uh, just wanted to give a very quick shout-out to Michelle in Iowa. Hi, Michelle. Uh, who messaged us. Um, hello, Michelle. So, uh, Michelle messaged us, having, um, having heard our podcast uh, quite recently about the Roswell alien autopsy. Uh, so I wanted to share that uh, she had the original VHS store, which I think is absolutely cool and uh, it's probably worth a bit to a collector now I'd have thought what do you reckon Neil? I
1: reckon yeah, well, who knows it's, yeah. Yeah, it's actually <laughs> an icon from the 90... Was it 1990s yeah. When it came out
0: on v- yeah, VHS it was video, the nineties, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so a really nice little uh, memento mm. to have. That I've got a couple of VHS. I don't have a VHS player anymore, um, but I do have a couple of VHSs. But minor Star Trek collectors' items. Okay. So, I mean, have you? I mean, you can take them to a trekey. <laughs> you,
1: you can you can take them to a Photoshop and have them made into MP4s, can't you? quite easily
0: oh i could but but these are vhs tapes that are still sealed in their original cellophane so i'd have oh, right, to take yeah, you're them gonna out watch to tape. <laughs> no no and no, i'm, I'm cuz they're, they're they're limited edition releases okay so no i'm not uh, and it's not like i can't watch the episodes elsewhere anyway they're all on streaming services and what have you I and know. i've and i've got the dvds and blu-rays and
1: no i never all knew there was such a anyway such value attached to VHS videos?
0: I don't know if they're worth anything, to be honest. I'm purely speculating, well, but for me, they're collecting. Anyway, it's, um, it's this like is, some LP
1: records are, aren't they? I mean, the actual LP is you know, available, yes. it's digital and everything, but to actually have that original vinyl is. I guess it's the same VHS. Oh, anyway, vinyl
0: is very collectible.
1: Thank you. <laughs> yes, thank you we're, for, we're off
0: topic already. Yeah, but thank if you we for listening, Michelle. <laughs> well, we, re- yes. we
1: really appreciate your feedback.
0: Absolutely, and uh, and any listeners out there, um, we want to hear from you. We want to hear uh, how much you're enjoying the show. I mean, we also want to hear if, if you disagree with us in particular. We love a good debate, hmm. um, which is what this show's all about, really, isn't it, Neil? It, it is um, a good debate. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so do get in touch. Uh, we You can always contact us on Facebook, uh, as Michelle did, or on Twitter by simply searching Aliens Explored and uh and we will pop up you will see our cartoonized faces oh. um on your on your computer screens and actually i'm going to do another shout out now I hadn't planned this but uh, but uh simon from simonstrous art who did our artwork for the show um thanks simon it's absolutely brilliant and we love it that's simon Brumat. thank you uh, simon yeah, we we love our artwork
1: uh, so there we go. Right, that's all the shout-outs for this week. So, uh, let's get so back to JFK. I mean, JFK is G- conspiracy theory central, isn't he? It, it's um, you know, before 9-11. It, it does seem it, to it, it have
0: seemed. a lot surrounding him, doesn't he? Um, um,
1: it, it does, the, because there, were, there was so much, you know, just in this one-term presidency that he didn't even see all the way through. Um, you know, the, the associations with, with Marilyn Monroe and her suspicious mm-hmm. death stroke suicide um there were there were the the dealings with cuba cuba all happened pretty much on his watch didn't i mean that um castro took over on the 1st of january 1959 and, and kennedy became president of the united states very shortly after that um and then mm. the, of course there was there was the um the bay of pigs fiasco there was the cuban missile crisis which apparently brought us closer to nuclear Armageddon than we have ever been before or since. Um, Kennedy deciding he's going to have a standoff with the Russians over that. There was, um, there was Vietnam. Um, America realized that it was suddenly in the position of you know, the, the French had abandoned their former colony. The country had been partitioned and America had found itself in the invidious position of propping up basically a corrupt dictatorship in South Vietnam. And Kennedy was quite keen apparently to extricate himself from that um, lots of people opposed that a lot of people were very keen that, that America makes a go of Vietnam um, and of course at that time there was an awful lot of interest in UFOs I and mean, the, the, the American and Soviet space programs were just about getting underway um, the, the, the Russians launched Sputnik put the first satellite in orbit they put the first Apparently not the first man in orbit uh, Yuri Gagarin he went up into orbit um, in early in Kennedy's tenure um, apparently according to declassified Russian documents he wasn't the first cosmonaut to go up there and orbit the earth he was the first one to do it and come back in one piece in, in presentable condition that he could sort of wave to crowds <laughs> the rest were either dead or seriously screwed up um so yeah yes. so all sorts of and of course um cuba havana was um, a mafia kind of playground wasn't it it was it was all controlled by the mob as las vegas allegedly is and um, they were very very unhappy that um the bay of pigs invasion had turned into such a farce largely because kennedy withdrew his support from it so yeah all sorts of all sorts of guns aimed at uh the young democratic president.
0: Yes, but dwarfing all that um in nineteen sixty-three, of course. Well, dwarfing mm. it from my perspective, um, <laughs> is he had started making these noises that he wanted public revelations about what information the CIA held on UFOs. Um, mm. We've got sort of secret documents where he's saying, you know basically share it all with nasa so that you know they can get their defenses sorted
1: now you know, um, jfk is the president of the united states surely he knows what all his government agencies are, are doing ultimately they're all answerable to him aren't they so i mean if well, he said well I, I want to declassify some information that our, our intelligence agencies are holding um you don't need to just put a bullet in his head do you i mean surely someone could take him aside and say well mr president you do realize that this information contains this this and this this is information about our capabilities and our defenses and whatever and it would be a really bad idea um it it would it it would jeopardize the security of the nation if we were to release this information you think someone would just take him aside and say that wouldn't you
0: well part of that is going to be if you believe that he will take that advice, mm. then that would be the sensible approach if however you think that this is a person who will who simply you know has made up his mind that it's going to be released, and nothing you say will change his mind,
1: what do you do then? Don't most people do what their boss tells them to that if if you if well, you if your boss tells you he wants to do something and you think that's a bad idea and your boss says well i take your comments on board but i'm going to do it anyway you just think well okay i'm not going to try and sabotage it i'm not going to murder him to stop him doing it i'll just let him do it
0: well let me tell you about majestic 12. i don't know if you've heard of them have you
1: um no that's a new one on me
0: okay majestic 12 is uh at the time uh, it, this came out in the 1980s, um, but at the time, really following from Roswell, a collection of, a, a committee of mm. 12 top scientists and um, CIA director and real people, you know, the, the power behind the throne sort of people, mm. uh, who... Formed this committee called Majestic Twelve to effectively keep UFO secrets. Okay. Uh, and and the, the the principle is that this was formed shortly after the Roswell crash. Uh, obviously, very famous Roswell crash. Now there is a memo that has come to light from Majestic Twelve uh that uses uh it, it, which is headed by the director of the CIA mm-hmm. um, at the time uh it states you must know Lancer now Lancer was the secret Service's code name for the president mm-hmm. uh, it says you must know Lancer has made some inquiries regarding our activities which we cannot allow. Please submit your views no later than October. Now, of course, if this is 1963, that was October 1963, well, we know what happened on the 22nd of November a month later.
1: Yeah. Okay, there's, there's that. there's The coincidence um, of his assassination. So when he says this cannot be allowed, are um, they saying, well, yeah, the President can't be allowed to know about this or the President can't be allowed to do what he's purporting to do about it? Uh, well, if we saying, give him that information,
0: I mean, he's made inquiries regarding our activities, which we cannot allow. So that sounds like he's asking for information that they are not letting him have. Hmm. Um, now, even the the movie Independence Day, uh, going back quite some time now. Yeah. um The president, played by Bill Pullman, uh, was it Bill Pullman? Yes. Yes, I believe Pullman, it was yeah. Uh at the time. Um, when he visits Area Fifty One, he says, "Well, how come I didn't know about this?" Etc. Plausible deniability, um, and you know that makes a lot of sense. That there would be people out there who do know about these things, and the president doesn't necessarily. I c- I can believe that. Um, now there's a there's a further document. So there were um, basically several. Memos mm. that they they're called the scorched memos or the burnt memos yeah. that were supposedly put into a fire to destroy, but uh, some well, some insurgent <laughs> the government mm. retrieved this stack of papers from the fire uh, to prevent them from being burned, and that's how these have ended up in the public domain
1: now this this so-called burnt memo has been disputed hasn't it there, there have been technicians who say that it's is rather an odd memo um it's sanitized in odd places in places like for instance the director's name for the director of the cia john mccone that was that was public information at the time um the the the, the classification heading which would normally be the most prominent thing on a document um why, why would that be redacted and it, it just—it was just an odd memo that was unlike anything he'd written elsewhere so obviously there are people are going to say it before, been, but there are also
0: forensic experts who have examined the documents um, to sort of court standard hmm. who've said, nope it's absolutely accurate, the type of ink used the type of paper used uh, the the way it's printed, um, you know, from a typewriter, you know, have said, yeah, this is all accurate for the time. Hmm. So, yes, there is some strong debate about the authenticity of these, um, but certainly most forensic evidence says they are of the time. Now that... Um, I agree, there are opinions from people saying... It's not. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, but but let's not forget if you've got this majestic twelve who are, if you like, an almost unofficial government department because they're not unofficial. They,
1: you know, they're a secret government department. Yeah, Yeah, deep state. I mean, are we getting into deep state conspiracy
0: theories? Well, if you if you like, but they're not necessarily going to do things in the standard
1: way they're not i mean i know there are conspiracy theorists conspiracy theories that link the cia to the kennedy assassination who Mm -hmm. also link the mafia the mafia and the cia working in collusion with each other yeah um lee harvey oswald had a quite a checkered background as did uh, jack ruby who shot lee harvey oswald he had his mob associations
0: well, people who go around shooting other people having checkered histories is,
1: is yeah. <laughs> kind of
0: not that surprising to me. But yeah, you know, Lee Harvey Oswald—he'd
1: well, been he'd been in the Marines. He'd he'd done some. I forgot what his his special job was in the Marines, but he'd been to Russia as well, hadn't he? He'd been to Moscow, right? And yeah, also he was he was an unusual chap. But you know, JFK was a young Democratic president, so. I mean, as far as there is a, a left and a right in American politics, I mean they're all fair. You know, there's, the Democrats are a bit to the left of the Republicans, but um, on the American right, there will always be lots of opposition to a Democratic president, as there is now to Joe Biden, mm. from the political yep. right. And a lot of those people on the political right have weapons. We know that mm. we we saw it in January that um, they're quite capable of um, becoming violent trying to overthrow the yeah. government of the US. I mean, um, it's only in the Oliver's... Yeah. Terrorists. Yeah, terrorists, but... let be honest, terrorists. O- Oliver Stone in his JFK movie described, or has a character who described the JFK assassination as effectively a coup. Because one thing Democrats have to do in order to to hold on to power, they need to have a sort of, a fairly right-wing or central small C conservative Either as the president or the VP, or uh, and they, they can have the more liberal left wing as either the president or the VP. As long as they've got, as long as they've got a conservative, they can have a, a left wing liberal. So at the moment now, you've got Joe Biden, who's fairly small conservative, and Kamala Harris, who is the more sort of left wing liberal. In those days, JFK yes. was the the left wing, more sort of young liberal, and he had to have um, LBJ, Lyndon Johnson. As his Texan good old boy, upholding conservative values, yep. just to reassure, right? And so suddenly, you know, Kennedy gets assassinated, and you've got a conservative in the White House, albeit a, yes. a Southern Democrat conservative. So yeah, that's that's a political coup. Let's say you know, take one of them out.
0: Well, within these these memos. So coming back to the um, the, the scorched memos. Hmm. Um. In a subsequent one, when they're talking about recommendations, there's one in particular uh, which states that if if our friend in Washington cannot be influenced any further, mm-hmm. dot dot dot,
1: it should be wet. Now, oh really? Does he say that? That it's is every, a code. <laughs> yeah, I know it's code, but everyone knows what that code means, don't they? Anyone, who's, they ever, do anyone who's ever watched a Steven Seagal film knows what that means.
0: Yep yeah, they do now.
1: Yeah.
0: Back then, back in the 60s. No, mm-hmm. and it, it actually comes from a uh, Soviet oh,
1: does um,
0: it? code.
1: Yeah. Okay, wet works yeah. and black works and you know, pretty much every uh, every other film on Netflix at the moment is you know, is about a former black ops operator whose daughter has been kidnapped and they, they yeah. picked on but the But in the guy,
0: 60s that it it wasn't the common knowledge that it is today.
1: Okay. Now, um, so that's
0: worth thinking
1: about. Somewhere in in the burnt memo, um, it, it says that Kennedy was concerned that UFOs seen by the Soviets would be misinterpreted by them as being U.S. aircraft behaving provocatively. Um, mm-hmm. Now he wasn't when when American pilots encountered UFOs these these fast flying objects these these strange objects in the sky that flew erratic patterns that could take off at tremendous speeds no way you could ever shoot one down they didn't think oh that must be the soviets um, i mean they might have thought oh it's it's the nazis who 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 moved off to their underground bunker in the in the antarctic <laughs> or on the moon and and have developed this advanced technology but no one thought it was the soviets because i think america has always regarded itself as technologically superior to the Soviet Union, so it's not often. I'm. That, despite some, I'm of the going to, to the cast
0: your mind back to back one of our early episodes. We discussed the Foo Fighters. Yes. And do you remember? You it was you who said to me what the pilots thought Foo Fighters were. Do you remember? Mm.
1: They thought they were superior Nazi jet aircraft.
0: Yep. Why in the Cold War would that not be any... Dif- why would it be any different? Especially in the Cold War when, you know, Red's under the bed and... I
1: think... Um... Yeah, certainly these days, we're, 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 we're used to America spending millions on, on, on some high technology and the Russians finding some low-tech workaround to it. There was that famous story about NASA having spent millions developing a pen that could be used in space, that it was a pen that could, <laughs> yeah. could write any way up and it could, yes. it could suffer extremes of heat without the ink boiling, it could suffer extremes of cold without the ink freezing and it you was know, a space-age pen. Um, the Russians used a pencil that 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 story (laughs) that that kind of thing but i mean the americans had just as in the second world war for instance in korea um america went to war in korea without jet planes they they were still using turboprop aircraft and they suddenly came up against the mig-15 flown by russian pilots or korean pilots supported by the soviets and and they really had to suddenly up their game suddenly you know they're, they're not um they're not They've not got air superiority anymore, um, so they, they, they were certainly used to some, the su- so the Soviets surprising them with something. that Well, they, there you go. So you say, you know, that they
0: they wouldn't have seen any technologically advanced craft as as being Soviet. Well, in the Cold War, how would we know? Because everything was kept so locked down tight. Ooh. You know, if if pilots did see UFOs. that wouldn't have been revealed to the public
1: well I mean during the Cold War and you know certainly any UFO that is seen in in that situation is going to be regarded as your your first assumption is going to be that it's some kind of enemy aircraft and if it's something like you've never seen before that means the the enemy have developed a secret weapon if you were if you were living in in Britain during the Blitz and you saw something strange in the sky you'd run for the air raid shelter
0: so I, th- I think, I'm I'm using the phrase Cold War, um, was was the 1960s, early 60s a bit early for the Cold War?
1: No, it, it, I think it had been, I mean, I, I know historians will talk about the First Cold War and the Second World War, but I think you, know, you can talk about the Cold War as being pretty much from 1945 right up until 1990, right. when okay. the Soviet Just, I, I, collapsed.
0: Yeah, when I think of the Cold War, I actually think of the 80s, um, because that's what I grew up Yeah, with, I mean, certainly but, uh, um, yeah.
1: Ronald Reagan's actions intensified the Cold War. But in the Kennedy mm. area, there there was, you know, the Vietnam War was brewing. There was um, certainly the, the the Cuban Missile Crisis and the attempted invasion mm. of, well, first of all, the revolution in in Cuba, followed by a, a half assed attempt to um, take it back, to put it back in the hands of Batista and, and, and the mob, and and then then thirdly you know suddenly russian missiles appearing on cuban soil pointed at the united states so yeah things were pretty, uh, pretty no that's, that's you know, good it reassures
0: really me i'm using the phrase correctly yeah um, I, I mean
1: people would dispute it i think they'll say well it was, it was a, you know there was a period of detente and i forgot when detente was i think that was pre-reagan but yeah you know, yeah i think pretty. but
0: coming Coming back to your comment then, so so JFK saying, you know, I'm concerned that the Russians will see UFOs as advanced American craft, that
1: sounds like a perfectly reasonable concern. Well, uh, it, it sounds like a reasonable concern, but also they're going to think, well, actually, they're going to think we've got really superior aircraft that that they can't mm-hmm. shoot down, so they're not going to mess with us. We've got aircraft that can we can fly over Moscow with impunity in broad daylight, and they can't do a thing about it or well, well,
0: they step up their game and they say well if we can't if they're invading our airspace like this we, we need to respond with nuclear force
1: yeah that would be a bit drastic wouldn't it I, think, well, they I mean
0: fringed our airspace therefore well, let's, let's have an all-out nuclear but exchange but as you said you know we've just had this massive ace escalation we, you know, we've just avoided nuclear war Everyone's going to be terrified, and including the president. You know, you're still on. You don't de-escalate quickly.
1: Mm. Do it wraps do you know down the...
0: quite slowly, so you're still going
1: to be on guard very, very much. In in terms of um, you know superior technology that can't be shot down. Do you know the the story of Gary Powers and the U no. two spy plane? Well Gary Powers was one of a number of pilots working for the CIA. And they had these spy planes, this plane called the U-2, which was a, a very high altitude jet that uh, that, could, that had very powerful cameras so it could fly at this great altitude and, and take detailed photos on the ground below and the pilots were told, don't worry the Soviets don't have the technology to shoot you down, they can't hit a plane that high. So Gary Powers went off on his mission over the Soviet Union taking pictures and quickly found out that that wasn't true the russians had developed a new a new generation of surface-to-air missiles or it might have even been an air-to-air missile i'm not sure the details but anyway he was his plane was hit and damaged and was going down so under normal circumstances of course he would eject and what the pilots had been told by the their cia bosses was that when you press the eject button it will eject you from the plane safely and then a few seconds later, an explosive charge in the plane will destroy the plane. So it'll be blown to bits at high altitude. The, the wreckage will be scattered over in tiny pieces over a wide area. There'll be nothing for the Soviets to salvage. Makes However, sense. The rumour that went around among the pilots was, if you press that eject button, it won't eject you. It will just blow up the plane. That <laughs> oh, way, oh. the Soviets don't get either the plane or the pilot. So Gary Powers didn't press the button. He brought his plane in for a forced landing. So the Soviets got the plane and the pilot. Simply because the CIA couldn't be trusted. That's what happens when, you, when you're a bit too... When you get that reputation of being a bit too sneaky. Um, and he was he was exchanged a, a short time later for a Soviet spy. And then died in a mysterious helicopter accident. And that was the end of Gary There Powers.
0: you go. So... <laughs> Just goes to show the uh, untrust within us of the CIA. Yeah. There. Okay. So that seems like a good place for us to do our summary. Then. So, what do you think? Having heard the evidence, Neil, um, do you think JFK was bumped off because he wanted to make UFOs public?
1: Um. No, I, I think I think he probably did want to make them public. And there was resistance to it. I can believe that, but I think there were all sorts of other all sorts of other motivations <laughs> for other people who wanted Just to add that to the list to of do, reasons add to add bump to him list, off. Add that to the list of reasons. All the people. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, I, I guess we could have a whole different discussion about whether it was Lee Harvey Oswald, and you know, no, no one. You know, some people believe it. Some people don't. To this day, it's never been it's never been cleared up who shot him or why so yes that that could be the reason um but there are also lots of other reasons cuba and vietnam being prime
0: yeah i think do you know i'm i'm inclined to agree with you to an extent there that um yeah i I can see that just being another in a long list of things, but I, I can also see this being a pretty primary target as well. Oh. Um, and when you think about the technological advancements made by UFOs, and if indeed um, the CIA and the government are in contact with otherworldly civilizations, um, the the devastation that that would do uh, by that being made public. I think he would have to have been silenced just just on that alone. Yeah. Um. And and I suppose it boils down ultimately this di- discussion as to whether or not you believe these, the, the scorched memos or burnt memos, um, are real. Mm. Um. And I, I have to admit, I do. I I think. Yeah. Mm. Majestic Twelve, I believe were an operation. I mean, I th- I think they probably exist now, perhaps under some different name. Uh, and are still operating, um, and yeah, I can I can definitely see these memos being being the genuine article. Uh, but what do you think, listeners? As ever, we want to hear from you. As I mentioned at the beginning, you can let us know your thoughts, which we do desperately want to hear, um, on Facebook or Twitter by searching Aliens Explored and uh, you can also if you very very if you enjoy listening to this and our other shows uh, you can leave us a review wherever you listen to your podcasts it really does help other people to find the show and uh, reviews and ratings are the lifeblood of little podcasts like ours so do please leave that review Don't forget to join us next time uh, when we will be looking at a very recent event, uh, at least as we are recording this, uh, on the 21st of February this year there was a UFO in New Mexico, so we'll be discussing that. Uh, Exciting stuff, eh, Neil? It is indeed. I'm looking forward to it. Breaking, breaking news. Uh, So don't forget to join us for that. In the meantime, keep watching that grassy knoll of the skies. And take care of Neil. Keep an eye on the book depository
1: as well. Bye bye. Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye.
0: Aliens Explored is a Fiegel Films production in association with Juicy Falls. Music by Darren Maffucci and editing by Stu Jackson. Find us on Twitter and Facebook by searching Aliens Explored or visit AliensExplored.com.